0: Welcome back to another episode of the Best Minutes Podcast. Each week, movies by minute hosts examine the 1946 William Wyler directed film, The Best Years of Our Lives. One minute of screen time per episode. I'm Tyson Ferris.
1: I am Jeremy Sternhagen. You
0: sure are. Yes.
1: I am not Dana Andrews.
0: And we are the hosts. (laughs) We are the hosts of the Real Jaws Minute.
1: Where we talk about Jaws one minute at a time, but not today. No,
0: no, no, no. We're done with that stuff. Yep.
1: Never again, Jaws. Yep. You have to live with what we already put out there.
0: So uh, this is, uh, what are we on here? 104, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> 104. Yeah, sure.
0: that's right. Uh, All right.
1: <laughs> All right. Dana's talking about uh this what he didn't want to do after the war. Yeah,
0: that's right. So yeah, minute one oh four starts with uh Fred kind of ragging on Lucias and it ends with a check, please.
1: Cause they're leaving Lucias. Yeah. Yeah. I wanna eat at Lucia's. It looks good. A little homey friendly. I bet it's Italian place. I bet it's
0: not as bad as he's saying it is.
1: Oh man. Yeah. Well, this is nineteen forty six. We're talking pre processed foods. Uh, this is some down home cooking, I'm calling it. I think so too. And uh they both ate for under two dollars. Well
0: that's that's well, we find
1: that out the next minute. That's the
0: next Jeez. episode. I got a whole bunch on the next episode okay, okay. on the monetary
1: I, I, just, stuff. I just wanted to put a teaser out there. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, this is a, I don't know. For me, this is a very sad scene for me. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, just because he's, he's talking about all the things he fantasized about yeah. during the war. And those are all the things he's doing.
1: Right this moment.
0: He does work at he does work at the drugstore. He didn't think he'd ever work at again.
1: But he's fantasizing that when he gets back, he won't do those things, right? That he would never. Well, no, no, no. The that, war, that
0: that's what I mean. When when he was in war, he was the things
1: he hated is what he wanted.
0: Well, no, no, he he was saying I I would I would never work at the drugstore again. He's working. Oh yes, he's working in a drugstore again. Yeah, you know he he he's all the things that he dreamed that he wouldn't be doing. He's doing
1: what he dreamed of doing is coming home and living in the suburbs, owning a house. Yeah. But not, and, not working at a drugstore and
0: And he, he can't, he can't even do that.
1: Yeah. Seems pretty, pretty nice to me. I don't know. I mean, his job's not great, but it's kind of hard to throw shade on Lucia's. It's good to me, man.
0: Yeah. But it, that's just his perception. I think. Um, yeah. Also. And then, and then the thing he thinks that is most silly is owning a house with his wife in the suburbs,
1: yeah, that was the american dream post war
0: uh, that's that and that that's my thing he a returning vet thinks the American dream is silly and unachievable mm. in nineteen forty six isn't it?
1: I should know my history a little better, didn't kind of the post war boom i mean it wasn't this is like literally. The months after the war end. Oh, yeah, you're, late you're 45, right. 45, early 46. Like, the post-war boom is kind of around the corner.
0: You're right, you're right.
1: All these guys have to get home, get employed, get on their feet. Then the post-war boom starts. This is kind of, I think, in this weird little uh, period immediately post-war where it was a little, yeah, like a gray area. Mm-hmm. Like, the American dream had almost, like, the America as a world superpower has is still, like, just getting ramped up. You know, but, I think so. Yeah.
0: It's um, I don't know. I just found this this whole this whole uh, conversation w- between them. Um, it just I, I just it just came across very sad to me for him.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's interesting. It's I mean, it's kind of hard to tell with black and white sometimes. But this this scene isn't I know that William Wyler was going for realism, but this this scene is shot very it's not. Lucia's is as much as I'm talking it up it it looks a little dreary like it's it's a darkly lit scene where they're sitting there talking you know and the walls are kind of tattered and torn but you can read it either as like friendly local neighborhood character or you know it is a little it's a little dingy in there there is some it's not like a bright cheery place it looks like it's full of real people and I like it but Yeah, but I movie seems to kind of present. I agree,
0: but I tend to like divey or spots.
1: Yeah, but it's definitely not presenting itself as like the most like the most desirable place to go. I think the movie is presenting. Oh, Lucia is like kind of kind of divey.
0: One hundred percent. Yeah, but I I I think it might be divey because not so much of the uh, not so much of what you're getting, but maybe because you're getting it from people of a different race. Did you get that at all?
1: Say that again. Sorry.
0: That it's a it's, it's an Italian establishment and maybe that's not as reputable as.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. You're right. As
0: another establishment. Like maybe that's why it's not seen as highly.
1: Yeah. This definitely would have been kind of. Because post-war
0: the, there'd be a lot of anti-Italian sentiment.
1: Anti-Italian sentiment for sure. Yeah. Just, throw, yeah, that, just throwing that out there. No, I I think you're onto something there. That's that's not. Uh, I didn't we, think of that. At we, the time. we we we
0: kind of forget the Italians in the war. Um, they were definitely on the wrong side.
1: Yeah, I get people talk about Japanese and Germans and yeah. yeah. People don't
0: mention the Italians very often.
1: But yep, much spoken about them being like their alle- alle- allegiance with Germany was one of an uneasy fear, not a. Sharing the idealism, you know Mussolini obviously uh, not a cool dude, but most Italians are like, I don't think they were like, yep, Wait, Nazis. Who, Sounds who, good.
0: Who who's this Mussolini fella you talk about? Huh? <laughs> Just kidding.
1: <laughs> Am I missing something? No, no, no. Isn't that who? I was as
0: as feigning ignorance uh, on Mussolini.
1: Um, oh, uh, he was the. <laughs> He was, he was no, the uh, you, do you uh, don't need to uh, yeah he was the Hitler to Italy yeah, yeah yeah he was Italy's Hitler
0: yeah I was trying to make a Mussolini joke and it didn't work so
1: yeah it didn't Dana Andrews had late career success well I don't even know if I'd call it success maybe he came to be appreciated in in retrospect as being a huge uh, star of the noir genre immediately post war and um, he. Also, uh, like his co-star here, had a had his moment uh, in some... Oh, sorry. Back that up. Jeez. What was I thinking? Oh, no. I was thinking Laura was a Hitchcock. It's not Otto Preminger. But yeah, right before this movie, he was in Laura, which is a fantastic movie that I have seen. It's been a long time. Uh, the only other movie that I knew him from that I've seen is Night of the Demon, which is...
0: Oh, that's got to be late really, in his career,
1: right? Yeah, it was in the mid-50s. These. Mm. for anybody who's listening who has not seen Night of the Demon I highly recommend it it's it's just it's kind of unlike any other movie I'm not <laughs> I'm not really sure how to describe it I'm not even sure <laughs> if, if uh Dana Andrews could describe it It's kind of like you any, other <laughs> any other movie Unlike any other Oh okay Sorry did that not It's kind of unlike any other Okay it's unlike any other movie
0: I believe you said it was like any other movie. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know what that means, but
1: yeah. yeah, it's like, it's like any other movie. And by that, I mean, no other
0: movie. And anymore. I mean that it's a movie.
1: It is a movie. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, So night of the demon. Um, so I'm a big fan of like British horror movies of the fifties and sixties hammer, Christopher Lee, uh, et cetera, et cetera. As am I. And it's what's that? As am I. Uh, oh yeah. Cool. I, uh, I just really, yeah, so Night of the Demon is a uh, a movie I know him from. That's probably the only thing I had seen him in before I saw this, but it's uh, made in the mid-50s, kind of when his career was in decline. Um, it's him and uh, Peggy Cummings, and it's just this weird movie about him. He's like a doctor chasing down like a, a Satan-worshipping cult, uh, and it's just... That's not what's good about it. What's good about it is just it's just extremely creepy. It's very weird and creepy. And for a 1957 movie, it's just like it's almost like Tim Burton traveled back in time and made a movie in 1957. I'm sure that movie played a huge influence in his career. But yeah, it's just very creepy and very well done. Cool. And uh it's worthy of checking out.
0: Yeah, I'll definitely have to check that out.
1: One of the ironies of this, which I'm sure our other minute by minute host will bring up is that he did struggle with some alcoholism late in his career, which kind of damaged his career later on. So, uh, yeah, as he got into the fifties, his noir, but,
0: but, but a testament to him, he was one of the first actors to kind of do, you know, PSAs about alcoholism and getting that, yeah. that, yep. because that was not something that was known to the public. As a thing, he actually used some of his prestige to do that and get that out there, which I think is pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, he did yeah, in the seventies, right? And he I had no idea until I looked him up on Wikipedia, but he died in ninety two, which wow, he's around for a while, made it to eighty three. But yeah, he's he definitely uh between being in Laura this and Night of the Demon and Umpeteen very memorable other noir movies. Uh While the City Sleeps, Beyond a Reasonable Doubt. There was a few I saw in there that were just they really stood out. So
0: Yeah, I I found a quote here. Um regarding his alcoholism. He goes, Finally I said to myself, You're a miserable man. And whether or not you want to remain miserable is up to you. So I quit.
1: Yeah. So good for him, man. Yeah. Have you I know you're a noir guy. Have you seen a lot of the I know, what are some of the big ones like where uh, where the sidewalk ends while the city sleeps?
0: Oh man, I've seen so I've many seen noirs those. over my time. Where the sidewalk ends seems to ring a bell
1: to me. Yeah, beyond a reasonable doubt, I've definitely seen that slang one. one. Yeah. yeah, I know uh, I've seen a lot of those. I'm sure I've seen a lot of those. I should say way back when, but boy, I could not uh I'd tell you one from the next.
0: Those are those are some I really wanna get us into.
1: Yeah. On the uh maybe me and you will have to do a little deep dive on uh classic noir movies for a future podcast. Yeah,
0: for sure. All right, Jer. well that brings us to the end of Minute 104. You listeners out there, you can find us on the best minute podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play or at our main site, thebestminutes.com. And social media is over at Butch's Place, The Best Years of Our Lives, Listener's Cafe, and on Twitter at The Best Minutes. And we'll see you next time, right here on The Best Minutes Podcast. Bye. Bye.
1: Joe, you better hurry up out there, because she's taking off soon.
0: Right, thanks. Come on, Taylor.